Good morning, everybody. Um, I'm doing something a little bit different here today. Um, I'm hoping this is going to work. Uh, I've got my flip chart, and I'm going to put some information up there. Do you know what? I tried to do it on a, on the screen and getting it sorted on there, and at the same time, and, and but I'm not Chris Clare, so uh, it didn't work. So I've got my Bible here on my phone. I've got my notes, and I'm hoping roughly what's on there, a bit like that, it's going to turn up on there, and we're going to see what I'm saying as well as hear what I'm saying. Because we've been looking in the last couple of weeks at how Jesus interacts with Pharisees and with the crowd uh, who believed him, and all that stuff. And you've seen how Jesus has said some things and how they've reacted in different ways and how different people have reacted and we've seen how all that has come together but this one's a bit more complex uh, and I think if we see it clearly on here so you need your Bibles um, you're going to need to get to John chapter 9 in the New International Version John chapter 9 I could write that up but I'm not going to because I want to leave as much space as I can and I'm going to get up every now and again and write some stuff on here. So you're going to see my back and all the rest of it. And I don't apologise for that because we're going to make it work. Um, and then we're going to, I will add things. And hopefully you'll see how it builds. And then we'll end up with something along the bottom here that uh, hopefully makes some sense. I promise I will write in my bestest handwriting. Okay. It'll be my bestest handwriting. So if you can't read it, nothing I can do. Um, but um, the notes will be available if you want them. So, first things first, I'm going to put on here the groups of people, the, the individuals and the groups of people who we need to focus on. Okay? And then we're going to read the passage together. It's a long passage. It's the whole of John chapter 9. And that's why I want to do it on here and put words up as it fits together okay let's do this it's all going to be in one color because i tried the red and the green and the blue on here and they weren't very clear it was a bit uh, yeah uh, you just couldn't see them so it's all going to be in black plan all right so the groups i'm here, still here that's the problem when i stand up i disappear oh let's see how this works well the groups of people we need to look at the first one very clearly is this man? It's Jesus. Alright? So we're going to look at what Jesus is saying and doing on here. Alright? Then we have this side, I think. We'll have the man born blind and then on this side excuse my back going across we will have the Pharisees and then the, then there are some bit players as well um, to add to this all right um, they're a bit placed, but they they move everything along. To start with, we have the disciples right at the beginning of the passage. 
Oh, you cannot see the eye. Let's put that there. Disciples. We also have um, the crowd. <laughs> and we have the parents of the man born blind. So we've got these three groups of people as well these are the main players these three here but we've also got the others going on as well so we're going to read through the passage I'm going to comment and put some words up as we go um, as we go along let's let's go uh, John chapter 9 as he went along he this is Jesus who we're talking about here Jesus saw a man blind from birth fine just setting the scene don't need to write anything up his disciples asked a genuine question his disciples asked a genuine question they said Rabbi who sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind you see they aren't, their, their understanding as good uh, Jewish disciples is that they will um, the, the man's parents and the previous generation's sin could actually be affecting him directly so they ask the question so the disciples ask a genuine question okay they ask a genuine question they're not trying to catch Jesus out like the Pharisees they're not causing problems they're asking the question and Jesus of course makes a statement he says neither this man nor his parents sinned that this happened so the works of God might be displayed in him as long as it is day we must do the works of him who sent me night is coming when no one can work well I am the world well I am in the world I am the light of the world now, do you remember that from last week and the week before he's restating who he is he's, he's restating his identity I am the light of the world so Jesus here is giving the people very simply Jesus is giving the people answers to questions and he's making truth statements there we go so the disciples ask a question of Jesus and Jesus gives them answers and then makes a statement of truth about what's going on then he spat on the ground or he spit on the, spat on the ground whatever he did made some mud with the saliva and put it on the man's eyes wow so not only is there answers to questions but there's action Jesus does something and then not only is there action not only is there action he says go wash in the pool of Siloam this word means sent so the man went and washed and came home seeing so there's truth there's answers there's truth statements there's action and then there's instruction okay 
Now the man born blind is fascinating. The man went and washed and came home seeing. So the man born blind, small letters this time, responds in, and here's the big letters, the important word, responds in obedience. So he responds in obedience. Okay? Jesus encounters a man born blind. The disciples ask him a question, what's going on here, Lord? Help, would you explain? He answers their question. He makes true statements. He, he then does something and tells the man to do something. And the man responds in obedience. Now this man is blind. He's, but he's been told to go. He's got to go walk. He's got to go do something. And he will be healed. And then the man comes home seeing. So not as only as he responds in obedience, but he experiences healing. Okay. So he experiences healing. Oh, here we go. So the man is blind. He experiences physical healing. And then he goes on. His neighbours and those who'd formerly seen him begging asked, isn't this the same man that used to sit and beg? Some claimed he was. Others said no. He only looks like him. So this is the crowd over here. And I'm going to have to lean across. But these guys are confused. And they have questions but are they really genuine? They're just confused about what they see. They, 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 this man is clearly someone they know well, but some of them are saying it can't be the man that's blind. Why? Because he's not blind. I mean, it's, it sounds absolutely stupid. Why? Because he's blind. But he's standing in front of you and he's not blind anymore. So can, it, could it be the same man? You know, it's fascinating. The crowd's reaction is that it can't be the same man because he's defined by being blind where Jesus has healed him uh, and actually it's the same man but he's not blind so often the crowd defines someone by a particular characteristic somebody is disabled or handicapped or mentally impaired or suffering from a physical thing or they're defined by their gender or they're defined by their ethnicity or whatever it is. and it's all it's, you know yes those things inform uh, who we are and how we are but before God we're different we are his children we are who he says we are he says I am the man so the man, all he's doing at the moment is asserting facts. I am the man. I am the man you're talking about. How are your eyes open? There's their questions again. He replied, the man they called Jesus made some mud. True. Put it on my eyes. True. Told me to go to Siloam and wash. True. So I went and washed and then I could see. He just tells them the story. Again, he basically, the man just speaks facts based on what Jesus has done. Then they ask him another question. Where's this man? And of course the man born blind says, I don't know. Utterly factual. I don't know. He's being honest. 
So in using the facts, he's being honest. The, they, the crowd then brought the man to the Pharisees. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been born blind. The day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath. Uh-oh! This is all about the laws, about legalism. Therefore the Pharisees who asked him how he received his sight, they asked questions again. So the, the, the Pharisees again asked questions. Lots of people asking questions here. But why are the Pharisees asking? Are they asking because they want to generally know? Or are they asking because he's he's got out of their trap before and here's a chance for them to go, bang, we've got you this time. Let's see. The man still responds to their questions with facts and the honesty. He says, um, he put mud in my eyes and I washed and now I see. Okay, a little less detail because he's repeating the story. Some of the Pharisees said, this man's not from God he does not keep the sabbath so these pharisees uh, the first thing they do is display unbelief and do you remember last week um jesus talked about your father satan who is the source of all lies and, and they start to tell lies or untruths if you want but i prefer the word lie because it it's a lie an untruth is, is a euphemism, is it? It's trying to soften everything. The Pharisee asked him how to receive this. This man's not from God. Others said, How can a sinner perform signs? They were divided. Notice unbelief brings division. They were divided. They weren't united even in their rejection of Jesus. The man, however, is beginning to make to have some sort of spiritual sight. Okay. They say, How can a sinner perform such signs? They turn to the blind man, what do you have to say about him? It's your eyes he's opened. And he says he's a prophet. He is a prophet. He's starting He's starting to bring spirit, a spiritual realization coming, and he's begin, the penny is beginning to drop, and he's making comments. He is a prophet. They still did not believe, unbelief, that he had been blind. See, they they can't just because something has changed. This is the man who's blind. Now he can see, but they can't accept that because it doesn't compute in their their understanding like people who struggle with faith because of miracles it doesn't compute with the scientific western mindset therefore we've got to explain the miracles away no we haven't we've got to try and actually drop away from our worldly understanding and see that um what god is doing is is the reality so what they did they sent for the man's parents here is parents is this your son more questions from the pharisees is this the one you say was born blind how is it now he can see and the parents actually react in fear and it says it quite clearly we know he's our son fact and we know he was born blind fact how he can see now who who opened his eyes we don't know ask him he's of age he'll speak for himself his parents said this because they were afraid of the jewish leaders who'd already decided that anyone who acknowledged that jesus was the messiah would be put out of the synagogue 
that's why his parents said he's of age ask him they're basically they're basically cutting their son off they're saying look we're scared we don't want to lose our place in the community so you sort him out he's already he's already blind he's already begging he's already you know he's already away from the family so you just sort, sort it out with him don't involve us sad isn't it so a second time the pharisees talk to them do you notice who's missing from all this dialogue jesus he's made his statements he's done something he's given an instruction and now he's he's not in the story it's interesting second time they summoned the man who'd been born blind give glory to god by telling the truth they put pressure we know this man is a sinner okay so now that they're, they're actually being rude they're being rude about jesus they're being they are giving insults we know this man is a sinner they're trying to put jesus down they're trying to diminish who jesus is oh and the man born blind says whether he's a sinner or not i don't know but one thing i know i was blind and now i see and actually he can see because he's physically healed but he's also beginning to see who jesus actually is they said what did he do to you how did he open your eyes they, they still don't get the mud thing and they don't get the god is working in through his son through jesus he said i've told you already you didn't listen why do you want to hear it again and here's an amazing question i think there's a bit of humor here because you know actually he's saying do you want to be his disciples too he's calling their bluff he's saying you're asking me so many questions you're really interested in jesus so do you want to do you want to follow him do you want to be his disciples too suggesting of course he is thinking about being a disciple they heard insults at him more insults coming they heard insults at him and said you are this fellow's disciple we're disciples of Moses look at the pride coming off them we don't follow this strange person called Jesus we follow Moses they go straight to the boss they go Moses we know that God spoke to Moses but as for this fellow we don't even know where he comes from remember right back in chapter 8 when Jesus was saying I can give testimony about myself because I know where I come from you don't know where I come from here they are we don't know where he comes from the man answered now that is remarkable you don't know where he comes from yet he opened my eyes we know that God doesn't listen to sinners he listens to godly people who do his will nobody's ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind if this man were not from God he could do nothing so he's growing he's growing he sees the spiritual reality and actually in the old testament there's a couple of passages we haven't got time to look at them there's a couple of passages that say the messiah will will heal a man born blind so what happens they're offended so they've been defensive up here but now they now they take offense okay they are offended we talked about that last week but they're offended they've hurled insults at him and now they throw him out there's a, there's an element of violence here they throw him out they throw him out of the courts remember this is all happening in the courts of the synagogue in jerusalem they throw him out 
Jesus heard, ah, Jesus back in now, verse 35. Jesus heard they'd thrown him out, and when he found him, so Jesus is now seeking the man. He's bumped into him earlier on, but now he's seeking the man. He's looking for him. Jesus heard they'd thrown him out. When he found him, he's looking for him. He said, do you believe in the Son of Man? So now Jesus asks a question. And it's all about faith. And the guy is honest again. You know, he, 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 he's nothing but honest, this guy. Who is he? Tell me so I might believe him. And then Jesus says again, you've seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking to you. You've seen him. He is the one speaking to you. So now he's making claims about his identity. Which are, of course, truth statements. And there we go. More to his statements. You've seen him. In fact, he's the one speaking with you. The man says, remember, he's obedient, experienced, but he's honest. I don't know where he is. I don't know who he is. He might be a prophet. I begin to see he's quite amazing. He's obviously a man of God. He then says, I believe. And he worships. Wow. Wow. What a transformation, not only physically, not only was he blind, but he's now come through, right through to a place of faith and a place of believing. Jesus said, for judgment I've come into this world so that the blind will see and those who see will become blind. Who are the ones who are claiming to know what's going on? Who are the ones that are claiming to, and dismissing Jesus? It's the Pharisees. So what's happening here? What is happening is very, very, very clear. The Pharisees are hardening in their unbelief and it's those who claim to see will become blind. The Pharisees who were with him heard him and they say, what? Are we blind too? How about underline that offence, eh? Underline that. Are we blind too? Do we need healing? Do we need to change? I don't need a prayer appointment. I've got no strongholds. Jesus said... If you were blind, you would be guilty. You would not be guilty of sin. But now you claim you see, your guilt remains. It's absolutely. A, this is just a phenomenal passage. You see the religion in the Pharisees. You see their hardness of heart. You see their unbelief. It, it's a whole thing. But what I want us to see this morning, very simply and very clearly, is, you know, Jesus makes it's positive. He gives answers to questions, genuine questions. He makes truth statements. He acts. There's instruction. He's seeking them. He asks us questions. He makes claims about his identity. He makes more truth statements. It's out there. I am the truth. I am the light of the world. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And the two groups of people, well, the crowd are confused. <coughs> so they get the Pharisees involved the parents are scared the fear of man in them and the fear of the authorities is huge absolutely huge disciples asked a genuine question 
what I love of course actually with the man born blind he says um, when he says in verse uh, 36 he said who is he when Jesus says do you believe in the son of man he says who is he so actually this man also asks a genuine question a genuine question which of course you know, the Pharisees have asked lots of questions but to trip Jesus up um, the parents are fearful the disciples ask a genuine question at the end here the man born blind asks a genuine question and what comes out is very simple I just want to highlight a couple of things here I want to underline or put them in squares or circles or something um, what, what is Jesus all about do I need this bit of paper that's the bit of paper okay what we don't want is fear we don't want fear when Jesus says things to us I don't want to be like the parents I don't want confusion like that I want to ask genuine questions I want to ask genuine questions because Jesus, Jesus is happy with us asking genuine questions I don't want any of this stuff the effect that Jesus has on the Pharisees in the end the effect he has on them is um, they reject these are the religious people of course they end up rejecting Jesus and he says you're, you're, not, you're guilty of sin you've blown it they reject Jesus so it's horrendous isn't it their unbelief well, it's all of it isn't it their unbelief their pride it's all of this it's just horrible and actually I don't want that I don't want that but it's the effect that Jesus has if you have a religious heart you think you know the truth you think you've got it right you think you've got it sorted this is the effect we end up rejecting Jesus it's horrible it's not what we want to see Jesus is put, look, he's putting truth out there look at these words truth it's amazing he's seeking us it's, it's, uh, he, he's telling us about his identity what he's actually doing is bringing revelation to them he's telling them who he is oh, listen that one he's bringing revelation to them and that's what's important revelation about who Jesus is and the revelation that he brings means the Pharisees end up rejecting what happens to the man of course who asks a genuine question yeah he sticks to the facts he experiences healing he begins to see the spiritual reality and he ends up with belief and worship this is phenomenal stuff this man ends up in a place of faith he sees he has spiritual sight these are the key things because he's encountered Jesus because of his experience with Jesus he ends up in a position of faith and his spiritual sight is restored right at the beginning he gets his physical sight back amazing but then at but after all this interaction mainly with the Pharisees and then Jesus coming back to him at the end he has faith and his spiritual sight 
is restored. And what you've got to realise, of course, this impact that Jesus has, this man actually grows. Can I put it here? This man grows into the into these things. It doesn't happen overnight. He doesn't get everything, he doesn't understand everything all at once, but he grows. He grows into faith. He responds in obedience. Well, I might as well have a go. He experiences healing. He sticks to the facts. He sees Jesus as a prophet, begins to get more revelation, and he believes and worships. He asks a genuine question. We're allowed to ask questions. But ultimately, he comes to faith. I hope you can see how this comes together. Jesus' truth that he speaks, his promises, the truth of scripture, the reality of who Jesus is, provokes us. It provokes human beings. And they and we either go, blah, reject, reject, don't no, we're not there. Or we go, that's interesting. And guys, wake up, because it's the Pharisees, it's the religious people who reject Jesus the most it's the Pharisees who reject Jesus the most those who think they've got it those who think they understand what the scriptures say those who think they've got Jesus boxed oh, we, Jesus wouldn't do that he can't do that he doesn't do that doesn't he the God I believe in isn't boxed in uh, the God I believe in is, is capable and possible of anything he doesn't go against his holiness he doesn't go against his kindness and his love he doesn't go against his truth and his judgment and we need to be in awe of him we, he is a fearful and awesome God powerful but a powerful judge and a powerful father who loves us and merciful and gracious and all those things but if we start the debate and we question with a hardness of heart if we feel insulted and move into pride and offence and defendedness we end up rejecting what Jesus is doing if we listen to the truth if we let him seek us and we take the revelation that's coming to us let's be like this man born blind so often the first thing I do when I come to Jesus go Lord I can't see what's going on Lord I don't understand Lord help me help me I need my eyes opening I need my ears opening I need to see more I'm going to pray these things for us I'm going to come in repentance for these and then pray for these things it's very simple if you identify with any of these and I do and if we've been around church for more than a few days some of this is going to come into us whether it's an Anglican pride or a charismatic pride or an evangelical pride, I don't care. Pride is pride. And being offended is being offended. And we need to repent. And I'm going to pray this truth and then pray that that's how we respond. Guys, don't... This isn't heavy. This isn't a negative thing. It's just a challenge to us. We're at that passage in the scriptures. It's just a challenge. There's some amazing things coming this month in September. We're going to be together on the 27th and it's going to be down at Restore Hope. Details of how we're going to make that work and it's, I promise you it's going to be safe. But there's some exciting things coming. 
So let's be joyful. Let's be excited about being family. And let's pray together. As Mr. Scruff would say, hands together and eyes closed. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for the truth of who you are. Thank you that you are the light of the world. Thank you, Lord, that you are the one who heals. Thank you that you are the one that seeks us. And you're the one that comes to bring judgment on this world. But you are also the one who comes to save and deliver us from evil. Lord, forgive me and forgive us for where we walk with a pharisaical heart, with a religious spirit heavy in us. Lord, forgive me where I've walked in unbelief, where I've told lies, where I've been divided from my brothers and sisters, where I've walked in pride and I've been offended and where I've been verbally violent to people. Lord, forgive me. I don't want to walk in those ways. I repent and turn from back to you then and I turn back to the truth. Lord, I don't want to reject you. I want to embrace you. Lord, I receive, I receive your forgiveness. And Lord, as your child, as your son and daughter, we come and say, Lord, we want your revelation. Change our hearts. And Lord, make us like the man born blind. Give us a humility that says, Lord, we need to know. Give us a humility that will be obedient to what you say. Give us a humility that means we will experience and encounter you. Help us to stick to the facts that you tell us, the truth of who you are. And Lord, may the spiritual realities be opened up to us and we see more and more of who you are. And Lord, help us to walk in belief and worship. Lord, we declare we at St. Leonard's will be a people of faith. We'll be a people of truth. We'll be a people of worship we be a people who have spiritual sight. Why? Because of Jesus and because of him alone, the gift of his spirit, the love of the Father and the reality of Jesus in our lives. We proclaim that now and we say that is who we are to the glory of God. Amen. Guys, I don't know who I'm handing back to been great to see you. See you all at Vicky's uh, picnic next weekend and all the things that are coming. Look out for the emails and all the information. Bless you.